And different ones are asked to touch a different part of an elephant. And then they are told to explain what they believe they touched. So it, it varies so greatly from those that touch the ivory tusk um, to those that touch the trunk to those that touch the leg, maybe the leg, I don't know, um, to, the, to those that touch the side. Often those that touch the side thought they were touching some type of tent or something, some well, it's similar to a post as they touch the leg. And, and, and yet they were all dealing with the exact same thing, but they were so limited in, in what they saw or what they felt, they sensed, that they weren't able to, to see the big picture. And in understanding, we live in a world that most people, and oftentimes including us, we fail to see the big picture, and because of that, we come to wrong conclusions about God. Recently, um, someone said that they're struggling. They've been approached with the gospel, presented with the gospel, and they said they're struggling because God has let them down or God has disappointed them. And and in realizing um, Satan is always attacking the nature of God. And when people do not see the big picture, they come to wrong conclusions about God. Isn't it amazing when, when someone's life is taken what we consider prematurely, people often blame God. We don't thank God for every day of life that he gives us. But it's easy for people to get mad at God. And in in understanding the spiritual warfare, that plays right into Satan's hand. He wants people to be upset with God and, and draw wrong conclusions about God. And in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15 We are told that we are to sanctify the Lord God in our hearts and always be ready to give an answer or a defense to everyone who asks a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I want to encourage us tonight to be individuals that not only see the big picture, but come alongside and help others see the big picture. And the big picture, without being redundant from this morning, the big picture begins with creation and in understanding God's design. God designed everything. I was thinking 
today, um, I, I think every believer, it is a worthwhile trip to go to the creation museum that Answers in Genesis has. I'm curious, how many of you have been there? Okay, a fair number of you. It is, it is worth taking kids, taking husband, wife, kids, grandkids. It is worth the adventure of the trip to the Cincinnati area. Um, I say all that, we don't, we don't talk about creation enough. And, and if you notice in Paul's defense of the gospel and in the early followers of Christ, they would begin with creation. Because as we mentioned this morning, if God is not the designer, then it doesn't matter what, nothing else matters. And, and we are, Subject of our postmodern society that we make the laws as we go along and whatever will be, will be. But creation is overwhelmingly the foundation of all of God's work. And not just creation, but we must know and follow God's design. Things always work better when we use them for what they were designed for. And we need to come back in every aspect of life and continually ask, what was God's purpose in this? Marriage in our nation has been under attack for a number of years, probably about 60 years blatantly under attack, and blatantly under attack in, in undermining God's design for marriage. We need to go back and ask, what did God design marriage? What was, it's His idea. What is his design for marriage? What is the basis of it? Things work much better when we follow God's design. In every area of life, God's design for finances. He tells us a lot about it. God's design for work. God's design for family. It doesn't matter. There, we've said often there is nothing more practical than the Christian life because God is in everything that we do. And we are, we are to ask Him, okay, God, what is your purpose? What is your purpose for human government? We, we need to go back and, and understand that God has a design for all of these things and, and we've just scratched the surface. In the parenting class, basically what we're asking is, what is God's design for parents? And let's see what it says about that. And our, our whole life should be made up in dealing with this. And then to understand, okay, this is God's design. 
And God has given to every individual the opportunity to choose, am I going to follow God's design or am I not? And then, if this is God's design and I make a choice, I'm not really going to follow it, to have the wisdom to recognize cause and effect. We live in, a, in an age that doesn't do very well putting together cause and effect. In understanding, okay, this is what happened. Why did this happen? And as believers, we ought to go back and say, okay, this is what happened. Why did it happen? Oh, maybe it's because I didn't follow God's design here in this situation. And learning to see cause and effect. So God's design, God gives us the opportunity to choose whether we will follow that design. So first of all, creation. And can you imagine what things were like in the Garden of Eden before the fall? There, there are, we're, we're going to mention three major things tonight. Creation, and secondly, the fall. Or our sin. This, this is key in dealing with our own life and in dealing with others. Sin has corrupted and defiled and polluted God's design. Sin is rebellion against God's design. If you reject the design, you are rejecting the designer. Sin is thinking something else will satisfy besides God. And so, we live in a world today, there... I'll just use for example. There are kids that are growing up that are are living in horrific home situations. Let's just say that without going into details. And they could easily come to the conclusion that God has failed me. He didn't give me a good home. And, and they could come to that conclusion. And in dealing with people in these situations, we need to come back and say, wait a minute. The way your home is, is not the way God designed it to be. This is how God designed it in creation. This is God's plan. If, if, If we were wise, we would have followed God's plan. And this is what God designed. This is now what sin has done. Again, Satan is always out to destroy the nature of God. And he is out to blame evil on God. He is out to blame um, suffering on God. But it is creation and the fall of man or sin that brings the suffering. And so we live in a world and we bear the suffering. 
We deal with people that it's unfathomable the suffering that people are going through in our world today. And sad to say, many are believing the lie and are are using it to be mad at God and so on. But it is the result of sin, the corruption, the pollution of God's design. And that's where then creation, this is how God designed it. This is how it is corrupted in sin. And that brings us then to redemption and restoration. The only way we can be redeemed and restored to God's design is through Jesus Christ. Does that mean he will erase all the pain of this life? No, not in this life, but it is only Jesus Christ that can cure the problems that sin has created. We need to put at the feet of sin the problems that it has created. God did not create the messes that are in our world today. Satan created them. He's come to steal, kill, and destroy. And we need to help people see the big picture. This is creation. This is what God designed it to be. This is how sin has destroyed it. And Jesus Christ is the only remedy for this. Can he go back and remake your home? Nobody can remake your life and give you a home that isn't bearing the cycle of sin. He can give you grace that the very scars of of sin in our life can be used as testimonies of the grace of God. And so it's understanding. This is how God designed things. This is what sin has done. And this is the redemption. He restores us to fellowship with God, as we mentioned this morning, He is our Redeemer, our Father, our Friend, and the Lover of our soul. And Christ gives us power over sin, enabling us to live as God intended. God created us to dwell in harmony. Sin, we have an anger problem. Anger management classes won't solve that. Only Christ will solve that. And God, through the power of the Spirit working in our life, as we are redeemed in Jesus Christ, God can give us victory over anger so we can truly walk in harmony as God designed us to. Do you see the big picture? It doesn't doesn't matter if it's home life or anger or lust or whatever it is. This isn't how God designed it to be. The way things are in this world, this isn't how God designed it to be. And he said the whole creation groans. Why do we get all the weather we get? The whole creation's groaning, waiting for the redemption of God, if you please. 
And the reality is, there is nothing wrong with God's design. God's ways are perfect. The reason we're in this mess, individually, families, nations, the world, it's because of sin. And the only solution to it is Jesus Christ and redeeming and empowering us to come back and live as he designed us to live in fellowship with God as my father, my friend, the lover of my soul, the one in whom I delight. Then we can, in the midst of this world of sin, rise above it and walk in victory. As God designed. And so it applies to us personally. But we're running into people over and over again. You know, what's going on in this world and all the violence and all this and that. And and you know what? Just coming and just giving them the gospel. Christ loves you and died for you. There, many of them are already antagonistic toward God, or they don't even know about God. They don't know that He's the Creator. So we need wisdom to come and begin at creation. For every design, there is a designer. This is how God designed it to be. Do you know what the millennial reign of Christ is? It's God going back And setting it up like he designed it to be. The lion will lay down with the lamb. But we can have Christ ruling in our hearts. He can be reigning in our lives. And we can know the joy of walking as God designed us in our personal life. In victory over our personal battles be it be it anger be it lust whatever it is and it's and it's only through Jesus Christ that's why we mentioned this morning that's why it ought to be our passion it ought to be our desire lord i want to know you as as my father as my friend as the lover of my soul Because I want to know your design. I want to know your purpose and your best in my life. And in realizing that, not only personally, but then helping others. The world is full of hurting, hurting, hurting people. And many of them... Blame God for their hurts. And God is not the one to be blamed. It lies at the foot of sin. And in realizing, bringing people, no, this isn't how God designed it to be. We got to this point because we made decisions that violated God's design. You're... You're bearing these decisions in dealing with with young people. You're bearing these 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 consequences because your parents 
decided to violate God's design. But there is hope for you. God wants to restore and redeem and buy back and give to you the healing from the brokenness through Jesus Christ so that you can know God's design in your life. And that is the gospel. That's good news. The problem is not there's hurting. Ever since the fall of man, there has been hurting and evil and darkness and always. But that's why Christ came. And, and in realizing that, we can know the fruit of the Spirit in our life. This is God's design that as we trust Christ and His redemptive work is at work in our lives, we can come back and know love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temper. We could, that's what God designed right here, that that's what would be in our lives. And when that comes, when the reality of His redemption and restoration then our heart is filled with genuine praise. Wow, God, you, you have given me peace. Wow, God, you, you do give victory over these sins that have controlled my life. God, you do give healing. And the reality is, even what we know in this life, it is only a foretaste of the blessings of heaven. To know the fruit of the Spirit is just a foretaste of the blessings of heaven. In heaven, there will be no battle with sin. And yet, God said, in this life, He came to redeem us. From this sin to know God's design and purpose in our life. And as we do, our hearts are filled with genuine praise to God. But it's understanding. God, this is how you design things to be. And sin is the problem. And there's no way I can get victory over sin in my life. There's no way I can help anyone with any issue in their life apart from Jesus Christ. And what a difference it is when we walk in the Spirit to know what God produces in our lives. And what a joy it is to see individuals' lives transformed by the power of God. See, this is this is why it's so important. We mentioned... Last Sunday night, or last Sunday morning, or last Sunday sometime, the, the reality that people need the Lord. There is, it doesn't matter what legislation we make, it doesn't matter, I am all for, I am 100% for the heartbeat bill, but the heartbeat bill is not going to stop evil. The heartbeat bill is not going to bring healing for those that, that have already violated God's design. It is only Jesus Christ. That's why 
we've ordered 2,000 of the Gospel of John, and we want to, that's just an introductory thing, to get truth into people's homes, because that is the only answer, Jesus Christ. And to pray that God would transform lives, there is nothing like praise to God in seeing lives transformed. Praise isn't something you have to hype up and and stir it up and build it up. Praise comes from a walk with God. That God, you are my father. You are my friend. You are my lover. I love you more than anything else. I adore you. But seeing the big picture... To help people know this isn't what God designed for your life. This is the result of sin. This is what God designed it to be. This is the result of sin. And Jesus Christ is able to make you whole again. Jesus Christ is able to produce in our life what God designed us to be. Heavenly Father, I pray that personally we would know the reality of your restoration and redemption and healing in our lives, that we would know as fully as possible in this life the healing that only you can give from the burden of sin. And then, Lord, I pray that you would cause us to help others to see your design, to see what sin has done, and then, Lord, to point them to you for redemption and restoration and reconciliation and healing. Lord, may we walk in the Spirit and have the fruit of the Spirit flowing from our lives. And may we enjoy the foretaste of heaven. May we enjoy the victory that you have called us to. May we know what it is to follow your design and to rest in your care. And then, Lord, may our hearts be filled with praise for the wonder of your design, for the wonder of your transformation, for the wonder of your love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.